Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is March 22nd, 2021. We are here to talk WWE Raw. We are here the night after Fastlane. Please check out our Fastlane review uh, with TK Trinidad. She did fantastic. So make sure you guys check that out. We also did, or I also did, about a 10-minute show after that because Andrade got released. And you know what? We got exclusive news on all that stuff over at FightfulSelect.com. Breaking news all the time non-stop go show us some love but if you're here right now you're already showing us some love so do it some more leave a thumbs up donate a super check your question or statement read on the air i am joined by denise salcedo denise how are you i got some things to say about that denise this is my my uh train sound effect you know i just wanted to feel much cooler on this stream so i felt like i had to have a little extra something but i'm feeling good Today, Raw was a pretty eventful, noteworthy, yeah. newsworthy Raw, so I feel like we actually have a lot to talk about today. You should pull your mic closer to you so the people can hear you oh, a little bit better. not hearing me? My yeah, last week, last week they couldn't hear you as well. But Denise, oh, sorry. <laughs> just because I'm on the air with you, not because it would help me at all or anything, I'm going to do the entire show like this. Why? Because my eyes really hurt and i still have these taylor swift sunglasses just lying around i was like yes i I feel like i've seen this before so the people get to look at me just like this guys donate a super chat get your question or statement read on the air uh we have tons of backstage news about this show because you know that's that's what we do here we got a ton of it but we've got monday night raw to talk about but the big news of the weekend, Andrade got his release. Now, he asked for it two weeks ago. Uh, Anakin says, can you clear up the confusion over Andrade's no compete? No, I can't. I don't. I mean, I, I heard that he had one. Then I heard, well, it might be for limited promotions. Dave Meltzer says that, that he had heard that he didn't have one. So uh, some conflicting information out there. Uh, I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, well, my source is definitely right and Dave's is definitely wrong. 
there's some conflicting information out there. So no, I cannot clarify that. However, Denise, what I can clarify is that that weird rumor that went around all day that Charlotte held out and said, no, you're going to release him. That's not why she was off the show. And I feel like Charlotte almost felt compelled. I I don't want to speak for it because they did bring it up in storyline. She revealed that she's battling COVID-19. That's obviously something that I had heard, but I don't post stuff like that unless people post it themselves. What did you think about all this? It was like, it was a whirlwind. Well, see, here's the thing. I'm actually glad that Charlotte went ahead and basically said like, hey guys, like this is the deal. This is what's going on with me. Because if not, it was going to lead to people speculating. I mean, everything underneath the sun. And there's nothing worse than somebody starting a rumor, a lot of people believing it. And then, you know, it could be totally opposite of what you're actually doing, what you're actually dealing with. So I'm glad that she actually went out and cleared it. But from the looks of it, because Rhea Ripley did mention on the air that Charlotte had covid on raw it almost seems like that may have also been the reason as to why she actually had to go out and put it out there for the people to know about it so in a way i'm glad that she put it out there because i think it beats the alternative of people spreading rumors whether or not they're false or true or whatever they are yeah people are saying that your audio is so low so i don't know if you can um adjust that at any way there you go okay Thank you. Is it better now? Oh, it's so much better. It was super okay, low last week to too. I'll tell you what happened. I had when I changed my headphones, I accidentally moved some buttons around and I oh think that's God. what happened. So, thank you. Yes. <laughs> um Okay, yeah, you sound good on on my PC now too. Right, so Guys, you heard me sing choo choo. Great. Lovely. Oh, what a what a bummer. Why what did you a tell me last week that my audio was I, low? I didn't know it was like, that low. I did like 40 shows between then and now, and no one told me anything. I don't know. Uh, JL says, SRS with sunglasses is greater than Adam Blampied with Blampiade with sunglasses. Yes, that, that is true. Not better and, than Blamplate. Bl- not better than Blamplate. <laughs> Daniel says, can Ricochet leave too? He's so freaking good. Hey, he's going to try to cash in on that bounty tonight that, that we saw, but um guys get your uh super chats in we're gonna be reading them all night please leave a thumbs up it would help an awful lot this show started off with bobby lashley versus sheamus for some reason could have swore i saw this match last week denise we did you know what's sad though i forgot i saw your tweet and i went back and looked at my past week's notes and i was like bro we literally had that last week and i seriously forgot going into this week's going into this week's match but obviously once it actually like started and i had that fresh in my brain i started thinking why are we having this match again yes yes uh guys Quit sending shit like this. No, it couldn't. Her mic is fine now. So don't send that anymore. Um, yes, this match, it, I don't know why we're doing this. I love Sheamus's work, but I don't need to see him face the same guy three or four times every single time that that he's out there. I didn't need to see this. And in my head, I was like, why does Bobby Lashley need the Hurt Business's help to win this? Because Sheamus is winless this month. But fortunately, he addressed that. He was not happy that Shelton Benjamin and Cedric helped him. Drew McIntyre came out and made the save. I do like that that Drew is going with it. Well, you know what? I'm not going to let them do this thing. It does make him look more like a babyface. 
but I'm getting conflicting stuff on Lashley right now too. And we're going to, we're going to jump way ahead here in a minute, but they're, they're sort of riding the fence with Bobby Lashley here. Yeah. It seems like one moment he doesn't want the help. He doesn't want it. And then the next, you know, he's going out there and, you know, trying to recruit people to, you know, take out Drew McIntyre and whatnot. So it is two different, uh, two different things that we're getting. And that second portion when he goes into the locker room and starts, you know, telling at all the guys that he's, practically putting a bounty on him it kind of negates everything that we got earlier on yeah i agree uh i mean this match was okay i guess it really didn't it was all right i see what they were they were trying to do there uh, evan wright says is was vince in the venue uh main roster show started with a match are they sick very welcome change if they do it more vince has been in and out of there triple h has been around a lot more but yeah this was this was just like, oh, God damn, another Sheamus rematch. And later on, we see Sheamus attacking Matt Riddle with a scooter because he's asking him about Lucky Charms and Leprechauns and all that stuff. Whether which, or not Drew into his house. Yeah, like Matt Riddle's gimmick is the kid, the neighbor kid from Home Alone. I know you don't like Home Alone, but the kid that's sitting there asking everybody all these questions. And... Again, this is going to be a great match. They're going to do it at WrestleMania, I'm sure. We've also seen it like three or four times already. And that's what they do. They they run these matches into the ground over and over again. Again, it's going to be good, but I've seen it a lot. Yeah, and that's what sucks because then it automatically gets people that are not interested. And like even, you know, for last night's show when they had Drew McIntyre and Sheamus, you know, I had a couple of people on my live stream basically saying they weren't really interested in this match. Why? Because it was something that we had already seen. And even though it was a good match on the pay-per-view, some people just automatically lost interest because of the fact that they had already seen it. Well, I'm not seeing much of anything right now. Way to cut off right as soon as I was doing I was eye drops. Trying, I was trying to time it out, but I couldn't <laughs> tell how much time you just, needed to put eye drops on. Just wait until I pop back over here. Well, you know oh. what, John? I don't know. Put some, spray some water on yourself. I don't know. You spray some water on myself. It doesn't like work like that. Little, well, I don't know. Make your Wa- eyes moist. Water can actually dry your eyes out if it's hard water, so you can't do that. But okay, well, then get like a little gun where you can just shoot whatever the what? eyes. Why are you trying to right shoot eyes? myself, Denise? Because I would couldn't. T- I couldn't. I wasn't going to start making things up just to give you more time to put eye drops on. Man, <laughs> guys, leave a thumbs up, please, while you're here. Also quick plug i did an interview with roh's sledge i know a lot of you may not have heard of him he signed with roh before the pandemic they re-signed him recently uh he has worked a lot of guys in his careers had a lot of up and downs appeared on the steve austin podcast told me about some advice that steve austin gave him as well so make sure you guys check that out a good long interview ahead of ring of honors 19th anniversary daniel r says raw has like 40 wrestlers less repeat matches i agree that's that's the nature of these these three-hour shows, um, Jesus, I, I just don't want to see the same stuff over and over again. Uh, Adam says, sledge rules. So we're going to jump ahead because MVP tells tells the Hurt Business, tells Cedric and, and Shelton that they've got to make up for this, that they've got to... Um, they've got to go and, and do something for Bobby Lashley to make this up. So what they do is they get a match with Drew McIntyre and it's a handicap match 
And I, I like that they added stakes to it. I am not usually for a singles guy beating a top tag team, but it is Drew McIntyre. There were stakes. There was motivation. It wasn't a squash match. It was competitive. It was hard for him to do. And he picked up the win, but the, the stipulation was if Drew won, then those two were banned from ringside at WrestleMania. I like that they added something to make me care during this show. How'd you feel about this it? This was actually the only... Okay, so I will give you this. This handicap match, like going into it, I thought, okay, maybe it's not going to be that great or whatever, but the stakes really is what got me interested in it because the way that Drew worked this match, it was like, okay, he was doing this for a reason. He didn't want those two guys at ringside. And then, you know, obviously uh, Shelton and Cedric had their point of view coming into this match, you know, trying to do, trying to get on Bobby Lashley's good gracious, good, uh, good, you know, good, uh, goodness, whatever. So Gracious, on the yes. good side. yeah, I couldn't remember the word. See, see, Sean, <laughs> I was trying. I was like, what's the God dang word? All right. The point <laughs> is that they were, they were trying to get on his good side. Okay. So I like the fact that we got both of that from both edge during this match and the stakes really is what got me invested into it. It made sense. I didn't mind Drew McIntyre winning. I thought he should have won right from the start and he did. I liked it. I liked the finish and I thought everything was done perfectly well. And I thought this was a good addition to Raw, especially because there's so many times when we get so many, we talk about repeat matches, but we also talk about a lot of the times that we get these like meaningless matches where it's like, okay, well, why should I care? Why should I care about what I'm watching? This match here gave us a reason to care. Yes, it did. Um, after this, this is where I, I mentioned they're riding the fence with Bobby Lashley because I don't know what kind of reaction he's going to get at WrestleMania. I am so, so excited to just hear people. Just hear people, Denise. See, and it's simple, Sean, because let me ask you, are you completely sold on Bobby Lashley? Because I feel you and I might have different reactions. Like I wouldn't, if yes. I'm there in the crowd, I'm not going to pop for Bobby Lashley. I and am. You, and you are. You see what I, I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's people like me out there that are probably like, I'm not going to be excited for a Bobby Lashley or I'm just like, meh, okay, whatever, you know? Yeah, I'm going to be all for it. I, I'm excited for it. But he goes backstage and he finds Ricochet, Humberto Carrillo, Lince Dorado, Grand Metalik, uh, Drew Gulak, and Akira Tozawa. And he says, if any of you take out Drew McIntyre before WrestleMania, I'll give you a WWE title shot. I like that too. Why wouldn't he? He's going to walk in that room and he's going to say, you know what? I can kick the living shit out of every single one of you. I'm not afraid of any of you. So do me a favor and I'll reward you. It's incentivizing these people. Do the same thing that I did. And he can look at them and he can say, that's how I got this title. I took out Drew McIntyre and I got an opportunity. Here's your opportunity. This made all the sense in the world to me. I don't buy a, for a second yeah. that any of them could. I think that Ricochet going after Drew McIntyre could be very interesting, but I don't know if any of these other geeks can do anything. See, that's why this 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 whole portion, this whole segment didn't get over with me because I knew that obviously none of these guys were going to be taking out Drew McIntyre. So I get where you're saying, I get where you're coming from, where you're like, okay, it makes sense to have Bobby Lashley do this. But for me, it was kind of like, all right, I'm not buying it. So this is just going to be a waste of time for me. Well, Evan Wright says putting faith in 24-7 geeks doesn't seem wise. Yeah, but six of them, maybe, maybe six of them. Uh, Ryan B. Jam says, uh, after Mania, when Drew loses to Bobby, I want him to get traded to SmackDown. Drew needs new feuds to get refreshed. 
I think Drew needs a change of scenery really, really badly. I think that Drew does, and probably Orton does too. They've driven them both into the ground. But uh, but honestly, they should probably be on different brands. I don't even think it's the issues with the brand. The issues is really with the lack of valid challengers for the champions. That really yeah. is what it comes down to. Because let's say you, you do, you know, they do their their draft or whenever the next draft is or whatever, and then we end up in the same boat. Like there's always going to be a limited amount of challengers if they aren't building uh, people up to be credible challengers to their champions, and that's what I think the issue is. Evan Wright says, is he going to give all six title shots? Yeah, probably consecutively and beat them all. That would be hilarious. I mean, I wouldn't like to see that for Ricochet, but. Hey, it might smell like a nice, like, 30-minute segment on Raw. Yeah. Oh, so we got the the, the big thing that people are going to want to talk about tonight. Uh, not just the Peyton Royce match, uh, but Peyton did get an opportunity tonight. I thought that they started off real slow. They missed. The, they missed a lot of spots early on, like the stuff in the ropes. There was a really weak kick in the ropes, the the neck breaker on the apron. Those were not good looking spots. There was some bad looking stuff there. However, they've barely had Peyton Royce wrestle for months and months and months. So the only rep she's getting is over at Flatbacks doing her training. And that's it. Uh, Res Dog says, why not have Peyton face Rhea for a chance at Oscat Mania? Seems like a chance to heat up, heat Rhea up. I'll give Peyton some shine. No, I mean, I don't think it's needed. Well, we'll we'll we're gonna talk about it because we're gonna have different differing opinions there for sure. But that's gonna be bring a point. On, that, Sean. Bring it that's on. gonna be a point that I, I bring up. Um this match got a lot better as it went on because after after those spots I mentioned, I was like, God, this is this is looking rough. This is bad. But they recovered. I loved Peyton's uh, Widow's Peak, uh, modified Widow's Peak. I thought that was good. And then she loses to Asuka. What did you think of Peyton and how she did she make the most of this opportunity? Okay, so did she make the most of op- this opportunity? Probably not. I won't go out here and say like, oh my God, I thought Peyton Royce was absolutely amazing tonight. I won't go as far to say that. But here's the thing though, is that I went back to check like how many ma- matches has Peyton Royce actually had? She's only had six matches this year and that's including her being in the Royal Rumble, only three singles matches with tonight being the third one. So I could only imagine that that's part of the reason why she's obviously rusty. And then Asuka, it's not like Asuka is going out each and every single week having these competitive matches, you know, through and through. So in that sense, uh, I will say that I don't think that it was like the best shining moment for Peyton Royce, but I will say this too. I do think that both of these women uh, benefited. Did, I don't think they lost anything whatsoever from having this match because on Asuka's end, she's starting to have, a, you can say, fresh matchups with new mm-hmm. challengers, new people, right? And that's what she needs as champion. Obviously, no one's here, but no one, no one here is going to say, oh, Peyton Royce is going to be Asuka for the champion. Why? Because they haven't built her up to be that type of challenger yet no one's thinking that but it's still a new challenger for oscar period secondly for peyton royce i like how she basically this entire match it really did add to her character and it gave her more depth because this goes back to the 
to the promo that she cut on Raw Talk. And on Raw Talk, you know, she's basically begging for a chance. And in this match, she did work it. And she was acting like, you know, she was frustrated. She was, you know, just really wanting an opportunity. Obviously, she didn't get the outcome that she had hoped for. But not only did this actually give her TV time, but the fact that she was able to actually, you know, work this match with Asuka and show a little bit more personality, I will say was a win. And we did get to see that. Was I completely blown away? I wasn't. But this was definitely a start. And that doesn't mean that I wouldn't want to see uh, Peyton Royce in more singles matches and as, and a lot of the other women on more singles matches, I may add. So I'm not just speaking about Peyton Royce here. I would like to see a lot more women on the roster get singles matches. And we've talked about that so many times, uh, you know, throughout the weeks. But anyways, that's how I felt about this one. I Again, not the greatest match, but I, di- I didn't think either one came out losing here. Uh, Kelsey has a good point. Peyton may not have knocked it completely out of the park, but she tried. It was so refreshing to see someone new in the singles picture in a time where I just mentioned, Oh my gosh, they're doing Riddle and Sheamus again. Good match. Seen it a billion times. Sheamus has faced everybody a billion times and he just got there. He just got there in like October and he's already faced everybody a bunch. So I want to see these new people get opportunities and, 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 she can say, you know what? Maybe even I overestimated myself and I'm going to go back to the drawing board. I feel bad for the woman because they split the tag team for no reason, then teamed her with Lacey. Then Lacey, Lacey's going to do what Lacey does. Uh, Ryan B. Jam says, I'm conflicted on the Peyton Oscar match. I love the fire from Peyton, but she got way too much offense on Oscar. Should have given Peyton more matches before looking this strong against Asuka. I disagree. They prefaced it with that promo and her saying, give me that opportunity and I'll show you what I can do. I've been overlooked. So if they don't have her look strong, then what's the next one of those promos mean, Denise? Because all due respect, I I think Peyton Royce is great, but I've heard that promo Every goddamn month on Raw Talk or Smack Talk or Talking Smack or whatever whatever talk show they have, I've heard it a hundred thousand times. And yeah, they had they had to make her look strong. She had to have a good performance like this. If they if she got the floor just mopped with her, then it, it wouldn't have looked very good. I'm actually glad with the amount of offense that they gave her in this match because, again, she was frustrated. She just went on this entire, you know, rant on Raw Talk. So, obviously, she had to come back, and she had to come back looking a lot stronger in this match. Uh, 69 Names Deegan says, when's the last time Asuka defended her title on pay-per-view? Let's try September. Before the draft, it was September at Night of Champions. September of last year? Yep, September of last year. At night of champions. We're almost against, going into April. Against Zelina. Zelina's in that time, Zelina got drafted, I think, to another brand, fired, and her 90-day no compete was up. In in the time since Asuka has been booked to defend her title on TV. Now, the unfortunate thing is there are so many people in, in the past that would act like it's some sort of personal condemnation of Asuka. She doesn't book the show. That that's She doesn't book the show. That's not how it happens. But Asuka won that title in August, and her last pay-per-view title defense was a month later. That's it. That's, that's inexcusable. That's so stupid. It's so frustrating. And then Rhea Ripley comes out, and I'm so glad Rhea Ripley is there. 
She's been called up for two months now and has just finally made it there. Word backstage is that she was not supposed to debut until after WrestleMania. The Charlotte COVID-19 infection sort of accelerated that. Uh, We've got Anakin JMT says, debut Rhea and then almost immediately make her champ. To quote Carlita, Carlito, that sounds cool. Well, I have some issues with it. I'm very happy that that she's getting the match. I'll say that. They're going to knock it out of the park. They're going to have an awesome match. But I had a conversation with somebody on Twitter tonight where they're like, oh, well, isn't it a little quick for you to complain? And I'm like, no. No, it's not. Because they called her up two months ago. They've been running vignettes for a month. They could have had her winning matches during this period. Why hold off till after WrestleMania? Why are they holding off till after WrestleMania? Okay, they did that with Bianca last year. All right, what'd they do with her for six months? Jack shit! She sat on, she fought Zelina a couple times and they kept her on main event for months and months because they didn't know what to do. But if you don't know what to do, just have them win some matches against who? Against anybody. Asuka, again, hasn't defended her title on TV. But we're talking about Rhea Ripley, who is such a great star. But the way that she gets over Denise is by beating people up in matches. That's how she got over when she beat Shayna Baszler. She was just beating people up and winning matches. And instead, what they do is they'll have her come out there and they'll talk and and have her talk. And, oh, you need to face somebody at WrestleMania. Well, every year. That's just what she does. We saw her leave NXT winning like one of her last six matches. We saw her leaving NXT after losing to EO and losing to Charlotte and losing losing to Dakota and losing to Tony Storm. It was not a hot year for her. For them to just debut her and say, well, title match, let's go. I, I mean, it, it seemed, it's so lazy. I'm glad she's getting the match. It is so lazy. And it wasn't even plan B. It was like plan D for them. All right. So uh, I think your points are completely valid. Obviously, Rhea Ripley would have gotten immensely over had she been beating people left and right. Okay, that's perfectly fine. However, I feel like I'm okay. So I actually think that because she was so, so close. Okay, so first of all, not starting with all the hype that she had in NXT, all of that carries way over into her coming over to Raw. Like everything that she did on NXT, what she meant on NXT, to me carries over and transfers over to, to her on the main roster, right? Secondly, her performance at the Royal Rumble. I mean, she was the final two with Bianca Belair. Yes. There was a, I really thought that Rhea Ripley had it in the bag to actually win this. So I think that her performance in the Royal Rumble was really what uh, carries weight in terms of her actually being somebody that I could understand in storyline why they would allow her to get this uh, for her just to come out and challenge Asuka. So because of, again, everything that she did on NXT, because of the showcase and the performance that she had on Royal Rumble, that is why I think that this is perfectly fine. And yeah, I mean, things could have been done a lot better. They could have built up to this. We all know that it's a last minute decision and a last minute thing, because even a couple weeks ago, I had said, dang, I was hoping we would have Rhea Ripley in this main event. And I had given up on that because I didn't think that it was possible for them to do it anymore. So now you know, Charlotte unfortunately gets COVID and this is what happens. But 
I'm excited for the match. I'm excited for this match because here's the thing. I finally feel like this may be a turning point in the Raw Women's Division where we actually have interest. We have a key person that we're interested in, and that's Rhea Ripley. Secondly, we have a champion in Asuka, and granted, they could have definitely done better with her, done right by her as a champion, because imagine had they kept Asuka strong up until this point and then having her go up against Rhea Ripley, who almost won the Royal Rumble. Had Asuka been kept strong all the way up until WrestleMania, Man, this would have been such a, uh, you know, an even more explosive match. Now, obviously, I think that this match, we're as excited for it because of the same reasons why we're excited for Sasha and Bianca Belair, because we know that they're two great athletes. You know that it's going to be a banger of a match. And that is the exact same reasons why we are uh, excited for uh, for Asuka and Rhea Ripley. Now, I really hope that coming out of WrestleMania, we do see Rhea Ripley come out as champion because I really do think that we need to start fresh with the Raw Women's Division. And we need to get it feeling like anything can happen. We need to get it feeling more exciting because I'm completely done with them, you know, always, always mixing in the tag team store, the tag team division with the with the singles division. I'm completely done with that. And then um, I, w- I wanted to add something else and I completely. Oh, here's my here's my second question to you, actually. And this is what I think is a little interesting is that we're still nine. They said today, 19 days away from WrestleMania. So why is it that given the COVID reasons for Charlotte, I still feel like it was too early to essentially kick her out of this WrestleMania match per se. Now, well, I, I'm not convinced that she won't be in it. It, okay. it would make an awful lot of, it would be such a Charlotte thing if they added her to this. Now, what I would do, God, and, they they just ref- they won't make sense of anything and this is this is where the slippery slope starts winning and losing should matter and if we're talking about what Rhea Ripley's done in NXT yes she she won the title and all that stuff since uh, since November she lost her NXT title match she lost her war games match she lost to Tony Storm she lost last woman standing she did not win the royal rumble like that's that's the benefit of winning the Royal Rumble is getting to walk out and say, "Hey, Oscar, I want that." Now, Oscar accepted, but what I would do if I were WWE, I would have Dana and Mandy walk up to Rhea Ripley next week and say, "You think you can come here and just call your shot?" We did that a few weeks ago, and Rhea Rhea's just like, "Oh yeah, well, fucking fight me for it," and then she beats both of them. And maybe the next week it's Peyton Royce. And she's like, okay, I'm running through this division. You got a problem with it? I'm going to take you out. Then Charlotte shows up. And Charlotte, who is a natural born heel, doesn't do any of that shit. She doesn't do any of that shit. And she says, I am entitled to this because I'm so over the Charlotte earned it stuff. We know she earned it. Anybody that's saying that she didn't earn it is full of shit and stupid but they need to play up the entitled aspect of this and have Rhea Ripley come there and say, well, if you wanted it so bad, I'll take it from you. Um, I don't gosh. mind this match becoming a triple threat, by the way. If they add Charlotte to it, I think it would be pretty awesome, actually. And I know that people, because I saw on social media, people were already getting upset at the fact that there's this possibility that they may be adding Charlotte into this match. And to be honest, they should. I actually uh, would would like it. I wouldn't mind it. Yep. They should add Charlotte. And for the same reason I've been saying every week, Denise, this is the ghost of her WrestleMania past. Two people 
who Charlotte beating got some really rough reactions to. So, uh, oh my God, we got so many super chats. I love how fired up everybody is for this. One, I just want to say, I'm stoked Rhea Ripley's getting this match. I think WWE should not be lazy. And before any of you hit me with, oh, you really expect WWE logic? No, I don't expect it, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to want it to happen. Uh, Injection 2K says, main event Banks versus Bel Air is trending right now on Twitter. It should be. They should main event night one. Uh, Oblivious Kyrie says, I don't can't think get it. hot enough. It needs to be hotter. Oblivious Kyrie says, can't get excited for Rhea's match. Don't watch NXT. Well, you're in for something special then, buddy. Uh, Resdog says, well, all that's great. It won't matter if they don't keep her strong. Look at her title run on NXT. Well, that's what they did in NXT. They they had her win the title. Then they had her come out and do the same thing they do with every babyface champion. They smile. They make little cracks. They become like a stand-up comedian, and that ain't her. Evan Wright says, why not? Why try to win the Rumble? Runner-up gets a shot. That's been the case for a long, long time. Um, I I would have her say that, too. Like, I I did more in the Royal Rumble than any of you all did, but I'll beat you here, too. I think, didn't she also have, like, the most eliminations for that Rumble, too? Yeah. There's a Uh, bragging point. MC Carvalho says, only eight matches announced. We have ten more left to announce, right? Yep, probably. There's, There's a lot. Brandon Charles Powell says, remember when Becky got over before she became the man? She was winning and people got behind her. Winning makes the difference. People also did get behind her because Charlotte effectively screwed her out of that spot within storyline too. And I don't want that to be the only way that WWE builds baby faces, Denise. I don't want them to think, oh, we got to screw them over and book them like shit. And then the fans will get behind them. Yeah. No, there was a lot that went into Becky getting over. I don't think it was just one thing. Like it was a bunch of different things that got people interested in Becky. So it wasn't like just a one thing deal. Yeah, I I completely agree. Mike JC says Rhea could have debuted the night after the Rumble, went on a streak and did this exact segment on this night. Yes, and when Charlotte came out there and said, Oh, well, I want my title shot. Rhea Ripley could have said, tough shit, mate. After after she would have beaten who? Nikki Cross, Peyton. By the way, not on TV. Nikki Cross, Peyton Royce, Reckoning, Mickey James. What's she doing? What's she doing? She could be losing to Rhea Ripley at the very least. That adds some credibility. There are like 10 people Rhea Ripley could have beaten. And then, then leave like one or two of those people off. That way you've got a post-WrestleMania feud for her. It is not rocket science. It's not rocket science. It's very, very easy. I'm still stoked for this match, though. I am, too. But it's it's they're so lazy. Uh, Nerd Guru says, I'll only say this once because I tend to harp on it. I hope Charlotte gets better. But Rhea versus Asuka doesn't need her. A match like this doesn't need a third wheel. I appreciate the super chat. Charlotte Flair is not a third wheel here. There, she was in Ronda versus Becky because that was most over female wrestling talent maybe ever against one of the biggest pay-per-view draws in pay-per-view history. That didn't need Charlotte. This, they they aren't above Charlotte Flair right here, Denise. 
I know that, but I feel like a lot of people, it's kind of like when someone starts saying something about you, it kind of sticks. And I almost feel like that's the only reason. And that's the thing that people are going to see. So people are going to see that a, she was, you know, considered a third wheel in that Becky Ronda Rousey, Ronda, Ronda Rousey match. And then you're heading into this match now. And, you know, we're all excited about Asuka and Rhea Ripley, right? And then she, let's say she gets added. I think people are just going to play on the fact that she was a third wheel the last time. So she's automatically, you know, the the third wheel in this match per se. Now, I do, definitely do not think so. I love Charlotte Flair. I'm a fan of Charlotte Flair. Me too. So it's kind of like, I do feel bad for her, though. I think that Charlotte is in that situation where, like, no matter what she does, I think she gets a lot of uh, hatred from fans on anything. Like it doesn't matter really what she does. I do think that she gets criticized and judged harsher than maybe some of the other people. That's why I think she should lean into it. I know she's worked hard. I know she deserves what she's got. She got her foot in the door because of who she was. Sure. But she's earned it. She's a great performer. So she should lean into it. If people are going to assume you're entitled, play entitled. And then when, you, when you're when you at that point of undeniable respect, like a John Cena, where people, when you're out there, they're just going to cheer him now. If he shows up, they're just cheering him. You know what I think, too, for Charlotte? I feel like Charlotte's going to have that where people aren't going to appreciate her until a couple of years from now when she's gone and done and moving on to something yeah. else, the next phase of her life. And then people are going to be like, damn, we really miss Charlotte. I could, I was thinking about this a couple of weeks ago. I was like, I and sadly see this route for Charlotte because the amount of hate and criticism that she gets online, I, I don't think I see any anybody else get that amount of hate and criticism. I agree. She is such a, a slam dunk marquee star and WWE fails, fails her an awful lot. Uh, JB says loses to Charlotte, loses to EO, gets destroyed by Raquel. Well, that was a competitive match. That one was. You shouldn't be ready for Asuka. Whatever, man. Alexa was the obvious contender. Alexa was a few months ago when they started this, but they've rammed this goofy shit down our throat so much. I don't want to see Alexa Bliss near that thing right now. Alexa Bliss doesn't need it. And what she's doing to me is in a whole entirely different page than what Asuka and the women's division needs. She's she's doing something totally different. So it's kind of like, let her do her own thing there. And then let's keep this separate. So I'm actually glad. And we didn't need that match with her and Asuka BTW. But either way, I'm glad that they're keeping this separately. Nerdguru says it doesn't make sense to add Charlotte for this mania past stuff because it's not like they can both pin her. It's both better that they keep her out of it. No, both of them should want to win the title and want to avenge that loss, too. Like, I, that, it, there's so many ways it would make sense to have Charlotte in that match. You gotta take the blinders off. And you're talking to a man who just had lasers shot into his eyes and is wearing Taylor Swift sunglasses, my friend. Hey, did hey, the lasers hurt when they went into your eyeballs? It smelled like hair burning. But did it hurt? Did you feel anything? No, it didn't hurt at all. Uh, Zach Barber. Your eyes open. Sorry. <sighs> That's not fun. That Wait. part's not fun. They put a thing on there. Yeah. Ooh. Zach Barber says Charlotte doesn't need to be involved in this match. Let Rhea and Oscar have their match. Well, I'm going to delegate to this other, other super chat, Zach, not to discount yours, but Ryan B. Jam says Lacey and Charlotte was plan A. This plan B of Rhea versus Asuka is 10 times better. Buddy, that wasn't plan B. Plan B was Asuka versus Charlotte. Plan C was Asuka, Rhea, Charlotte. Plan D. Plan freaking D 
was Asuka versus Rhea Ripley. So saying, let them have their match. This was this was not the anywhere near their first option, even if it should be. Any well, thoughts? My thoughts are that I'm just happy that this is happening because, again, <laughs> I wanted to see Rhea in this match, and I didn't care how we were going to get there. I wanted to see it, and it's actually happening, so I'm going to be thankful, okay? <laughs> I'm be very very thankful for this and you know oh, here's the thing too I was saying this like a couple of weeks ago that I didn't feel like there was a match that necessarily had me completely invested that got me like super excited and after like today well I was already excited for uh the triple threat with uh Roman Edge and uh Daniel Bryan I was excited for that and now I'm excited for this match for for uh Asuka and Rhea Ripley so now I actually feel like there's things for me to be excited about. And as much as like, I'm so excited to see Bianca and Sasha, but again, that whole storyline has been like something totally opposite of what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I'm still looking forward to the match, but uh, and now I just sure. hope that, you know, that they keep, that they keep the momentum alive for me uh, for this Oscar Rhea Ripley storyline. This is the most time we've spent on a particular subject in a long time. Well, Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa last Wednesday, and I love it. These are both women's wrestling topics. It shows oh, you how far you up you. Oh my god! Every it was like that's all people wanted to talk about. That's all I wanted to talk about. So that's why, like, I TK was on the show last night, and she's like, "Well, if it was good, we wouldn't have anything to talk about." And I was like, "Oh no, I love talking about the good shit." It's just unfortunately when we're talking about WWE, so much of it is why won't they just make this make sense? We want to talk about Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker and Rhea Ripley showing up and getting a title shot. We just want it to make sense. It's actually quite the opposite. So I noticed that whenever AEW has a really great show, my viewers, my views are so much higher. So the better the show the better my viewership is for, you know, for my weekly show. Yeah. I'm sure you see similar, similar, similar trends. Oh, on your Sting, Sting popping up, like good stuff. Bobby Lashley winning the world title. Like people tuned in for that stuff. Exactly. And when the shows are not good, people are like, uh, I don't really want to talk about that. Yep. I mean, unless it's something like, okay, what happened in Hell in a Cell? You know, that ending <laughs> yeah. where it's something, you know, so drastic that you're like, I need to get people's opinions on this horrible thing. But if a show is mediocre, ain't nobody going to give a damn. Nobody's going to want to hear us. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill the future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about that's why we've created the hefty renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials to participate simply fill up an orange hefty renew bag with accepted items tie it up and drop it in with your regular recycling that's it it's that easy It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Talk about it. If they already feel like they had to sit through a (laughs) mediocre show. It's either going to be great or complete dog shit. If it's anywhere in the middle, people are like, "Eh, maybe. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Evan Wright says, if you want her to have your plan D, my God. Norm Summers says, you know who's not ready for Oscar? WWE booking. 24-7. Uh, yeah, it does get more time and contenders. Hashtag FTF. Hashtag OFE. You see my new gimmick on Quizlemania, Denise? Oh, I saw. I saw. You know, you should have had, you should have put, uh, what is that, parental advisory uh, rated M for much. Muted. Muted. Denise got muted. Stellar Justin Lopez says, as much as I want Asuka to win, I don't see it. WWE doesn't value her. She would be more credible if they booked her like they did with the streak. And oh, I'm back. <laughs> yeah, you are. And that's that's what Anakin brings up to Justin's point. That's how they got Asuka over when she first came up. Beat lower tier people, move up the card, beat Sasha on Raw, then win the Rumble. It's a build. Or you can have her have somebody come in and beat a top star and then say, oh, shit immediately she is a top star uh joseph says what about rousey i don't know what you mean what about rousey he probably means when she coming back oh i i don't know no no time soon i don't know plan has she uh, expressed that she's even interested in coming back i feel like i haven't heard much about her expressing interest uh flame inc yes i did see your chat we're getting to it if he says sigh well it looks like oscar will be losing her title and another wrestlemania win this will be 0-3. WWE sucks sometimes and has ruined Asuka. This is all their fault. This is all WWE's fault. I can't agree with the booking of Asuka. So I can't. I feel like as much as I don't want to be like, oh, she's. I don't think she's ruined. I don't think I'm yeah. going to go to that extreme and say she's ruined or, any, or <laughs> anything like that. But I will say that her reign necessarily was probably... This is definitely not what we expected, which is why I want a fresh start and why I said I want Rhea Ripley to come out as champion because I, we they just really need to start all over. They need to start all over, get us excited about the women's division again, and just do right by it. Do right by whoever's champion, period. Yes. Um, Anakin says, Rousey's second match with the title shot. Ronda Rousey is one of the greatest pay-per-view draws ever. Rhea Ripley is not. Exceptions to every rule. Uh, Ricardo Holt says, please, Sean, make Rhea become champ and let Asuka rehabilitate. Pull some strings. I know you can. If I push for something to happen in WWE, it means it probably won't. Uh, I feel like we should also be happy about this because what's the alternative? Her coming in and ha- happening what happened to Keith Lee? Like, think about it. No, it's no, 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 no. That should not be the only option, Denise. Yeah, I know it's not the only option. Yeah. But in this, it feels like realistic. Like, what are our options, though? So think I'm not it. willing to accept that. I'm not willing to say, oh, well, they could just do that. No, they could no, book good that. stuff. That's what I they could do. I want the good stuff. But it's like, if you think about it, though, it could be worse. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't look at it as it could be worse. I look at it as they're lazy. It should be better. And... I don't have to accept lazy shit. I don't. Resdog says, why not have Peyton face Rhea for a chance at Oscar at Mania? I mean, she should I think she should have been one of the people in the the murderer's row there, like or the the people that Rhea just knocks off. Nerd Guru says, I'll say this once because I tend to harp on it. I hope Charlotte gets oh, we we read that one. We read that one. Lonnie Barker says, Happy Monday, Sean and Denise. Is this the big push we wanted from Rhea last year? I don't know. I'm not convinced because this was not the plan. It wasn't the plan A, B, or C, Denise. 
I hope that this, I really have high hopes for this. Like, kill me. I'm an optimist. Like, that's who I am. So I really have a lot of high hopes for this. And and I know that maybe in a couple of weeks, I'm going to come on here and be like, I'm so pissed or whatever. But right now, I have hopes, okay? I have hopes. Ryan B. Jam brings up a good point. I pushed for Biggie versus Christian. How'd that work out? Not very well. Lorenzo Torres says, super stoked for Rhea. Please don't mess up her run. She is a star. She is. And what they need to have her do, they probably need to give her a manager, but she just needs to beat people up you and win manager, matches. I don't kind of, I don't, I don't think I'd necessarily want a manager for her. I feel like she, part of her, the cool thing about her is that she kind of, it's like, not like a lone wolf, but she's, you know, alone. Sure. She's just this badass girl that's just going to do whatever the hell she wants. I don't want like somebody coming in and like speaking for her. That's annoying. Like if she's going to have a manager, I don't want to have like those annoying managers. Then I don't want to have those jokey promos. I don't want the, Mm-mm. the Robert Stone bullshit. I don't want that. Yeah. Ner- same. Nerd Guru says it's another case of WWE falling bass, bass backwards into a better plan than the plan. A imagine that. Yeah. Um, Charlotte and Lacey, ain't nobody going to care about that. Nobody's going to care about that. 69 names Deegan wraps us up on the, on the Rhea Ripley talk. Fine. I mean, we've, we've got more super chats on that than anything recently. So I really love that. What's up boys. Can't wait for Oscar and Rhea. I know you said you wouldn't mind the addition of flair, but I'd love to see her versus Bailey instead. You know what? If they did that, I would be completely fine with Charlotte Flair versus Bailey interpromotional match, special challenge match. Sure. Like add something to it. I don't know what they could add or, um, or just, you know, even have them team even Daniel. Uh, when yeah. I just want to specify this guys. When you send stuff with stars, do not send it with stars and say, you forgot my post. Send it with the post. Not to call you out. It is very counterproductive. Sean, you're so mean. I'm not mean. It just doesn't, like, they can say this, but I don't, I can't see it if that's (laughs) the case. Daniel, I appreciate you, but please send the chat. Eloquence says, Rhea's NXT UK character was perfect. It was. She kicked the shit out of people. Didn't talk a whole lot. I like that. And yes. We have uh, other stuff on this show. I got, I almost, I was like, man, what else is there? And then I started thinking about all the things we haven't talked about yet. Yes. Uh, well, uh, Trent Gaspard said, can't wait for Humberto to take out Drew so he can get the WrestleMania match he rightfully deserves. I mean, I hate to say I told you guys so. If that um, doesn't happen, I'm going to riot. Justice for Humberto. Hate to say I told you Drew. so. Daniel R says, no number one's contender match for Rhea. Uh, that's what I'm pitching. Have her run through Mandy and Dana both next week. Um, speaking of, by the way, Lana and Naomi are on commentary for this match that Sh- Shayna and Nia win. For some reason, Lana and Naomi are like, well, we deserve a rematch. They lost their title match. Then they lost to the other team that was in the ring tonight. Woof. Um, Mandy Rose looked really good. Nia Jax missed a Samoan drop by about a million feet. Okay, we're going to get a four-way tag team title match at WrestleMania. The Riot Squad's probably going to be in it, too. Oh, for me on this match, I really didn't care for anything. I didn't think that I didn't think that Mandy or Dana got any sort of opportunity to really look good in this. They were kind of just there. Reginald at this point, I feel very bad, but he has go away heat with me. I'm just like, uh, not interested there. So this for me, I 
it's pretty it's pretty interesting to see like how well they've been they have been keeping Naya and Shayna looking pretty solid as a tag team though which is pretty interesting because it's come at the cost of quite a few other people but whatever but this for me just really didn't do anything I didn't care for what was going on on commentary I didn't care for all the side stuff that they were doing with Reginald Uh, I didn't really have to re-see the whole replay of the shopping spree I mean I didn't I I could have signed off on this one Put these titles on the Riot Squad, have Shayna choke out Reginald at WrestleMania after the match, split Shayna and Nia. I am done with Reginald being the focal point of all this stuff. Bless the man, but I don't I don't want it. Also, again, Lana and Naomi lost to both of these teams. Why would they deserve a title shot? That is so weird. WWE. Uh, Miz and Morrison are debuting Hey Hey Hop Hop next week. Okay, fine. Um, we'll get to hear him code switch and stuff like that. But Miz challenges Bad Bunny to a match at WrestleMania. He beats Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy asked Miz to send Morrison to the back. And afterwards, Bad Bunny cracks Miz with a guitar and accepts his challenge. We have quite literally seen Miz and John or Miz and Jeff Hardy 432 times. Don't care about it. But the big story about this is Denise. As of a month and a half ago, I know that Bad Bunny was training for a tag team match. They have some sort of confidence in him if this does stay a singles match. I am shocked. So I was shocked. When The Miz challenged him, I thought, oh, did I hear that wrong? Maybe maybe he challenged him into a tag team. I had to rewind because for some reason in my mind, I was like, okay, this is obviously going to be a tag team match. So when he actually challenged him, I thought I heard it wrong. And I rewinded this and I was like, oh, no, this really is. He's challenging him for a singles match. And after the match, though, I didn't expect Bad Bunny to actually come out and hit him with a guitar shot on the back. (laughs) For me, that was pretty exciting. I was like, oh, shoot, it's Bad Bunny. I thought this was perfect. And then, uh, however, though, he was was completely blown up by the time he got to, like, the end of the ramp. He's, like, huffing and puffing, like, I accept your challenge. (laughs) That's why. expecting it whatsoever. That's why I'm like, uh, they better hope that Damian Priest is good to go and that they can do a tag match of Mania. (laughs) Because how far? I don't think that run from, I mean, based on what it looks like on TV from the ring to where he went, doesn't really seem like a far distance, but who knows all the energy that he had probably, you know, doing this spot uh, probably was what affected that. But either way, I don't necessarily know how confident I am in wanting to see this as a singles match. I really do think that this is one of those cases where it needs to be a tag team match, but uh, either way, I thought this was the best thing we've seen from Bad Bunny with the guitar shot so far. Evan Wright says, thought Priest would be in the match. Unfortunate. I think he still will be. Um, I think they just want to make sure he's good to go. You know, in this day and age, I'm not saying that he has COVID. I don't report that type of stuff unless they put it out there themselves. I'm just saying this day and age, when you don't see somebody on TV one or two weeks, I I wonder and, you know, why why advertise him if right now they they don't know? But that's just my hunch. That's completely my hunch. And they have him listed at being ringside. Uh, Norm Summer says, how heavy was that guitar Bad Bunny swung? It was gimmicked. It was completely gimmicked. Uh, Zach Barber says, two white guys doing reggaeton badly. Have mercy. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's it's going to be what a rough it one. Again, hey, hey, hop, hop. Yes. It, oh, a playoff God. of hey, hey, ho, ho. Hey, Ryan hey, B. Jam says, which tag title deserve a fatal four-way match at Mania? SD or women. Oh, SmackDown. 
by far with Street Profits and Ziggler and Root. That would be a great match. If it were the women's titles, I would just rather them do Riot Squad versus Shayna and Asuka because, or Shayna and Nia because I don't care about Lana and Naomi getting one. I don't care about Mandy and Dana getting one because they all just lost. Uh, but so did Riot Squad fairly recently. It's just they're the best team of the three. Yeah, I think the SmackDown one would be really fun, too, especially we've been seeing a lot of, you know, we, we had the I think we had didn't we have an eight man on SmackDown recently? That yes. one was pretty good. And so, yeah, that's definitely something I'd be interested in. Are the Battle Royals scheduled this year? Not that I know of yet. And I know that because or I, I figure that because um, there are some people that I know were being held off to return or come back after WrestleMania. And I think they would have put them in the Battle Royal otherwise. Um, Braun Strowman beat Elias. Now I'm going to compliment something that doesn't even deserve to be complimented. They said Elias is getting this rematch because he didn't have time to prepare last night. And I heard this and I go, wow, they explained it. I should not like be mind blown that they did this. This should be like a normal thing where they just explain to you why on earth are they doing this match again? It's because Elias didn't have any time to prepare last night. Well, he did a lot worse when he prepared than when he didn't prepare. Um, they sang a song about how stupid Braun is. This is, quite frankly, one of the Braun. one of the shittiest builds for a pro wrestling match I've ever seen. <laughs> but it, it's really dumb, okay? It's dumb and it's funny because that's the whole storyline. Someone's calling another person dumb, so he's mad and now he wants to fight him. That's it's like, it's, the entire storyline. There's like no reason. Also, I gotta it's know. Just like Shane just just woke up one day and he's like, "I'm gonna mess with Braun Strowman." That's literally how this feels. I gotta know. Uh, what did you think of the new Strowman Express sta- sound? Okay, so don't make fun of me. I loved it. I thought it was hilarious as hell. I thought oh. that it was so random. It came out of nowhere and it made me laugh. And you know what? Say what you want. It added a little bit more to Braun. Like, think about it. You, you go back mm. and you listen to him and he's running in high speed. It was so hilarious. I'm for sorry. The, I thought it was funny. For those of you who don't know, they added a train sound to when Braun Strowman does the Strowman Express. It was and so if crazy. you're running a train somewhere, make sure your pubes are all good and trimmed. With manscaped.com code Fightful. If you're getting funky, you don't want to be funky down there. And Manscaped is going to take care of you. Spring break right around the corner. You know what that means. Spring break in your pants. That's a, that's something they read. I, I do not advocate that. Wow, guys, you all really dropped off. Manscaped ad read people. Well, they're here to ensure that the party in your pants never stops. Even, they even, they say even Veronica Corningstone wouldn't say no to this pants party. Come on, come on. Either way, I have an exclusive discount for you. Use code FIGHTFUL at manscaped.com. I got to take this into my own hands. And if you got to take matters into your own hands, make sure that you're well-groomed down there. You don't want to be gigging. You don't want to be looking like Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker did in the Lights Out match. No, no messes down there. Manscaped is dedicated to helping you level up your full-body grooming game. Perfect Package 3.0. It has that Lawnmower 3.0. Waterproof 
cordless body trimmer with a ton of other liquid formulations to round out that routine. And you can reduce those accidents thanks to the advanced skin safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. You can also adjust the settings to get a link that you like, and you can stay on top of it with no effort at all. Don't ruin any vibes this spring break. Get that crop cleanser, body wash to keep your hair and skin feeling healthy and fresh. And inside that perfect package, you'll see the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. Anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer, because we know how painful that chafing can be. Plus the Crop Reviver Ball Toner. A spray-on testicle toner, hot diggity dog. And right now you get two free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag and the High Performance Reduce Chafing Manscaped Boxers. I actually have a pair of those. They're fantastic. 20% off plus free shipping with the code FIGHTFUL at manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code FIGHTFUL at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Code FIGHTFUL. Say aloha to your new beautiful balls with Manscaped. Hashtag beautiful balls. Beautiful balls. Uh, We have a bunch of super chats um, about this and stuff related to it. Yes. Um, <laughs> Nerd Guru says, I'd love to have heard the pitch meeting where Braun asked, what's next for him? And Vince is like, you're going to be a train, pal. Man, does everybody hate it or did anybody laugh? It, it was so, was I was like, hated? I was like, am I hearing this right? <laughs> like, I was a little bit surprised when I heard it. I was like, oh, they're. Well, they're doing this. They're they're for sure going to go on with this, and it, it's going to be a real thing, and it, it exists. But, oh, I boy. They're going to keep doing it, and especially with people. Oh, hmm. my God. I kind of hope they do. I want to see how it turns out. MC Carvalho says, I know I'm not the only one, but I really want to see even Marie back. Was there anything holding it back? Not that I heard. I don't want to see it, though. I don't. There, there wasn't a lot great there. Last time around, I'll be respect. A lot of people probably they probably changed their the history of of that because yeah, unfortunately, and I remember people were not that big on her then, so that's why I'm like, why is it? Why did this? When did people change their minds? You know, it's a little it's a little interesting. I just think there's a lot of women right now that they can do so much more with. Absence makes the heart grow fonder in that sense, and quite literally, the most over even Marie ever was was when she was making excuses to not wrestle. There you go. Bezo Banks says, Sasha, Bianca, Io, Raquel, Oscar, Rhea, take my soul. But it's also seeing Mandy like this one last year. She was doing that Sonya feud. Man, you're, you're, not, you're not lying. I feel bad for, for Mandy and Sonya um, just not getting used it, yeah. effectively. I completely agree. ResDog says, add Braun to Ricochet and Alistair to the gimmick sound hall of shame. Oh, yeah. He's going to get like a train sound at the beginning of his theme. I guarantee you, Denise. Oh, man. I'm like the only person that thought it was funny. You know what? Sue me. I popped. Flame Inc. says, do you think the emergency curfews and COVID state of emergency in Florida will affect WrestleMania? I read it's going to be in effect till April 11th. Spring Breakers might have ruined Mania for us. Oh, no. Uh, WWE, WWE will, they'll take care of the situation like they always do, Denise. (laughs) 
I'm just going to pretend I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you yeah, should. Yeah, that's definitely not going to happen. I wrestling at 35. I didn't get home until like almost four in the morning. I mean, it was a long day and I left my house like at 11. I mean, I left the hotel like at 11. Ron DeSantis is going to take care of things for them. Anakin says that transition 10 out of 10 from IGN. Brandon Charles Powell says, still hoping Mean Street Posse come out. I would love to see the Mean Street Posse and have Braun just beat the shit out of all of them. I think that'd be fun. Do it. Uh, Ryan B. Jam says, Braun versus Shane in an Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader match. Ooh, if John Cena hosting. Because didn't, didn't he host a version of that game or that game or like the new updated version of that at some yes. point? Right? Yes, okay, there you go. Colt Badeau says, is it true that Drew and Bobby main event night one and Roman, Brian and Edge main event night two? Because yikes. I think it would be tone deaf of them to do that. Um, they still got time to to try to heat up Sasha and Bianca. And, I hope they do. I really uh, hope they do. I really hope they do. And Evan Wright says, Lance Archer is a knockoff me, Braun Strowman. It's turned into a cartoon character. Unbelievably cringe. I actually did have that one still listed, Evan, and was getting to it. But yeah. Uh, that that comment didn't age well, Denise. What comment? Braun Strowman said that Lance Archer was a knockoff version of him. Oh, oh, got it, got it. Yeah, no, no, no did did not. not age well whatsoever. Um, Rob Wilkins says, "Give me Braun versus Thomas the Tank at Money in the Bank." Oh, woof! With a special appearance by Nicholas. Special Thomas the Train and Nicholas. Yeah. Anakin says, would love to get your thoughts on the end of the New Japan Cup, particularly from Denise. I'm behind. My eyes do not work right now. I'm behind too, but I'll have something on Wednesday. Please remind me on that. So, Anakin, there you go. Uh, Zach Barber says, Braun and Shane and a race up the aggro crag. You don't know what that is, do you? No. Nickelodeon Guts. It was probably a couple years before your time. Oh, okay, it God, was. Thank God. I was worried. I was like, Shit, no, it would, it would have no. been like right around no. the time you were born. Um but yeah, Anakin, if you got something else to send, send since we couldn't answer that. Uh, Kofi Kingston defeated AJ Styles. So this is the first loss, singles loss AJ Styles has had since October. I think it's real weird that they kept AJ Styles so strong when he had nothing, no creative. And then they were like, all right, we're, we're going to give him a title shot. And then we're going to cool them off. That's so weird to me. All the pre-match stuff I thought was so funny. I have my suspicions on what I think might have gone wrong, but I don't really <laughs> feel ahead. it there. I don't, they're not, I'm not going to share them because it's like too far off and I don't want to sound like a nutcase. So you think, that's the ref, you think the ref accidentally counted the three? No. Oh, okay. what do you think? No, I, was, I can't. I'm, I'm going to move on from this. All right. The point is that I was disappointed. I was disappointed at, you know, the the announcement of this being the AJ Styles match at WrestleMania. I said that and I was sure. really, really bummed out and all. And I don't think that that's the direction that they were actually heading in. And so, like, uh, like for me now, I'm just kind of like, all right, cool. I like today's segment. I thought it was hilarious. So I'm making the most of the, getting excited for it. Anakin says, Styles' line about tag teams being buried at WrestleMania was amazing. I agree. Uh, this th- this was funny as hell. Like, Omos playing along with New Day. Like, he's he's AJ's bodyguard, but he's still going to enjoy himself. AJ's trying to guess his favorite color, his favorite ice cream. 
these four have really good comedic timing with one another. Sean, you don't realize they stole our BFF tag. I that know. was literally our video. They just did it today on Raw. Also, AJ Styles backstage with Riddle. Like Riddle runs by and he's like, hey, Skipper. And AJ's like, I ain't your captain anymore. That was four months ago. That was Survivor Series. What are you talking about? That was funny. AJ is doing some great comedy work. Like, just it's natural. Yeah, everything is ridiculous to him. And I love it. I really, really love it. I thought this was good stuff. I didn't like the finish here. I You didn't? I, mean, I actually thought it was kind of fun. No, I did. It's just like, why of all the, the times when they're like, oh, well, let's cool down AJ after we get him in a program and put him in a title shot. Now, I'm completely fine with Kofi Kingston winning. He's a former WWE champion. I'm fine with that. It just, it's like, it's such a weird time to do it. But you know what? It's not the end of the world. It's a very minor complaint because like I said, two years, two years ago, Kofi Kingston was winning the world title at WrestleMania. So if they are going to cool off AJ Styles by having him lose, I, I love it to be Kofi Kingston. So I actually loved it. Like I loved when uh when he was about to go for the phenomenal forum, phenomenal forum, and then like he got just he got scared with sure. the music. I thought that was hilarious. I couldn't stop laughing about that. Actually, <laughs> that was that was pretty good. I did like yeah. that. I, I'm liking it a lot more than I think about it. Uh, <laughs> Joseph says, "Where's Dabakato at? The big man class, the PC. That's where he is. They put him in that draft ahead of Andrade, mind you, and then canceled Raw Underground." Evan Wright says, not related, but Mizunami versus Layla from Dark ruled. I'm sure it did. I can't wait to see that. Ryan B. Jam says, Sean needs a tie-dye headband to go with those glasses. Would be real groovy. Hey, man, I'm just protecting the peepers right now. Uh, get, your, get your super chats in, guys. Uh, we are on the home stretch. Flame Inc. says, happy 90th birthday to Hall of Famer Captain Captain, oh, oh, William Shatner. Oh, good for him. 90 years old, really. 90. That's Wow. That's incredible. So I think we're through everything else except for the finish. Randy Orton comes out and said he's going to end the bullshit era. Huh. Well, he doesn't in any way, shape, or form, Denise. Because Alexa Bliss comes out, then the Fiend. Oh, by the way, Matthew McFadden said, Omos appreciation post. My boy's winning the gold. Omos is I, hilarious. He's I, the perfect counterpoint to AJ, to AJ. And I think he will win the title. I think they will win the tag titles. Do you think so? I wouldn't mind it. I think it'd be refreshing, actually. And given the fact that they have like the funniest segments, why not? Yes. Do it. Give and Trent, Gas, Trent Gaspard says, to paraphrase the Iron Sheik, Omos is the real... I mean, I think it's going to be really, really indicative. They had a full year to get this guy ready because they knew they were calling him up in like February or March of last year, Denise. And they sat on him for a very, very long time. Apologies for not uh, getting those super chats in on time, guys. But uh, this fiend thing, I, I am so excited for WrestleMania so it can be over. Oh, I was going to say you're looking forward to this. What? No. No, <laughs> you Rand on that one. Randy pours gas all over the fiend, hits him with an RKO, then stares at Alexa for a solid minute. Like I, he's done the RKO to people. He knows it doesn't kill them. So the guy then the was fiend already set on fire 
I don't think if he didn't die from that, he ain't going to die from an RKO. Yeah, The Fiend hits him with a mandible claw, Sister Abigail, and we got a match at WrestleMania. Let me tell you, when I think it was Tom Phillips says, let's take you back to eight months ago when this started, I was like, son of a bitch. And I don't think it was eight months ago, but it feels, that's what they said, and it feels Oh, I believe it. Oh, God. And I just know, Denise, there's going to be some doofus in our comments that say, you all, you all don't like stuff like Rhea Ripley just showing up and getting a title shot, but you don't like long, long-term long storytelling. No, I don't like bad is what I don't like. I don't like stuff that is bad. And uh, this was this has been bad. It's bad. It's been bad. It sucks. It ain't good. I don't like it. I know there's a lot of people who do more power to you. I'll never tell you to not like anything. But I'll tell you that I don't like it, Denise. I think I've gotten to the point where I've just accepted that this whole storyline, this whole thing, everything that's happening isn't for me and it isn't for the majority of people. So I've kind of accepted it on that terms. And now I'm mainly just interested to see what on earth is going to happen, like out of pure curiosity. And really... The only thing that I don't like about this, or not the only thing, but one of the things that bothers me is all of the waiting. There's a lot of staring and a lot of, you know, wondering what's going to happen next. And, you know, so-and-so is looking serious and, you know, staring off at each other. It's too much. We saw it so much at at the pay-per-view. We're seeing it again today. It's more like, just do it. Whatever you're going to do, just go for it. Just do it. It's a lot of, a lot of pausing and a lot of waiting that I haven't been necessarily a fan of here. And I'm just like wondering, like, what do you do afterwards with the Fiend and Alexa in this character, in these new roles? Like what's next for them after Randy Orton? What's next? Sean Blanford says, what do you think would be an acceptable conclusion to the Orton Fiend storyline? What should Fiend do post-mania? I don't know. That's the thing. I, I want to give this guy his money's worth, so we should talk about it, but I don't know. He's been set on fire. They spit up blood. Alexa Bliss just pinned Randy Orton. I don't know. I think we have more questions because here's the thing. I feel like every week on Raw or anytime we see Alexa Bliss, we learn something new about her. So she's doing the black magic stuff. She, from the last time I understood the story, she brought the fiend. Technically, she's the one who brought the fiend back from the dead, right? Yeah, That's I what think. I understood from this. So now he's back. He's burnt. He's coming alive. And I, I don't know. Because, again, if he already, you know, in storyline died because he was burnt and then he comes back. Is he like a same? Is he a person that can still die again? Like, what's yeah. going on here? Injection says, what pisses me off, this feud could have been so much better. This is the sole reason I get back sad by WWE. It's the same, same but different about the Rhea Ripley thing. This could have been good. The Fiend could have been good. But this is like this is like the third or fourth reboot of The Fiend. And The Fiend was like the third or fourth reboot of Bray Wyatt. And every single one of his characters could have been good. But WWE gets way too cute with it. Um, Injection says, I think this match will hit WrestleMania 33 territory, a bad booking. Me too. I hope it's a Firefly Funhouse match and they just play off of his history. We just saw Randy Orton talking about a lot of his history on Broken Skull Sessions. I think that would be a good idea. Speaking of, um, Anakin JMT says Randy got so hyped at how much Austin put the RKO over 
that Broken Skull Sessions was so goddamn good. I really, really loved it. I got. People. I watched the first twenty minutes of it. I haven't seen the rest of it though. But based <sighs> on what I saw so far, I like how Randy was kind of very honest, like right from the mm-hmm. start, where he told Austin, "I don't think you did. You not like me?" Yeah. Like he kind of like I was like, "Oh, oh, we're going there." He brought that up, and then he even told him how he felt about when Austin was trashing his promos and how he basically like was kind of like upset in the beginning, but then realized that he was right. And then that's pretty much what I was able to see. Talked about going AWOL too, which is wild. Norm says, KFC, Kane, Fiend, Crispy. This can't end soon enough. Fiend versus Balor at SummerSlam was great. This can kiss my grits. What's yeah. And Eloquent says, the Fiend pointing at the Mania sign was so cringe. I don't even think that was the cringiest thing. I mean, it wasn't, but it's still still lame. And Aaron What's Entertainment worse? says... So, okay, so go. I'll, I'll remind you afterwards. Aaron Entertainment says, just have Bray go corporate like Kane. I don't even know what they could do. What's worse, too, is that, like, so on my post show from, from last night, I was getting so many inappropriate comments about Alexa Bliss. About the way she pinned yeah. Randy Orton. I yeah. didn't even realize it. Like, when it happened, truthfully, I didn't see it that way. Like, in my mind, I did not see it that way. But then afterwards, it was all people could talk about. And I was like, whoa, yeah. uh, did you see Randy Orton's wife's tweet? That oh, was- I sure did. I put it on the air. <laughs> I did. <Uh-oh. laughs> Ryan B. Jam says, I honestly hate Fiend, a.k.a. the Toxic Avenger. The Fiend has been terrible since he was drafted to Raw. He's been terrible since Hell in a Cell 2019. They screwed it up, and they never looked back screwing it up. Every few months, they find a new way to screw it up. It is mind-boggling to me how often they can screw it up. Uh, I'm getting so worked up that my smartwatch just detected a workout, Denise. What? My smartwatch detected a workout. How fast is your heart rate right now? It's just so stupid. It's so stupid, Denise. Thomas Garner says, love you guys. Can't say the same about The Fiend, Bliss, and Randy Orton. Meltman can go back to Action League now where he belongs. Did you ever watch Kablam? No. Oh, it was so good. Action League now was incredible. I love that comment. Zach Barber says, if this was an episode of Passions, the Fiend Orton stuff would fit in perfectly. It's just out of place on Raw. Unfortunately, it's not out of place on Raw because they do this so freaking often. It should be out of place on Raw, Denise. Again, I don't know what's going to happen. You know what, though? I am liking the production aspect of it. Can I say that? I love that. Like, oh, however you can point out production-wise, I thought it's been good. The <sighs> rest of it, not so much. Mike JC says, he's the fried fiend now. This is going to be rough. Oh, it already is. Uh, Havri Duncan says, have Bobby beat Drew at WrestleMania to go on to face Brock at SummerSlam and have Drew look to do something else big. By Oh, try to end the fiend. You know what? I wouldn't mind that, uh, but I just don't. Drew ending the fiend? Yeah. Hmm. Like, I, I wish. That's sad. It, I was there less than two years ago, Denise, when The Fiend debuted at SummerSlam, and it was so cool and so awesome. And now it sucks so bad. And I like that idea of Bobby beating Drew and facing Brock at SummerSlam. I really like that. Sure. I think I think we got a couple more. Uh, Flame Inc. says, the only people left for the OG Fiend gimmick is Vince and Roman. I don't want Roman anywhere near that Fiend gimmick. No. I don't want him anywhere near it. 
No, they're t- doing two totally different things right now. Roman Reigns is doing the best work that he's been doing. Let him continue doing that. Ryan B. Jam says, this is the second time WWE made a Bray Wyatt character real shitty with BS magic. Oh, they've done it more than two times. They've done it like five or six. They did it when Bray went from cult to space hobo wizard. They didn't even make him space hobo wizard, Denise. They made him uh, middle school audio visual. Like, not even the team captain. Dude, I don't see. Here's the thing, too, is that like for a long time, though, I was never really like a big fan of The Fiend. For some Mm -hmm. reason, in my mind, he was always like really overrated. I never became like a big fan. So a lot of the things that people loved from The Fiend, I always sort of felt left out because I never really got interested in it. So for me, it's just gotten like it was at a certain level and it's just gone down. He is the mascot for WWE apologists. People who will hop into your your replies anytime you criticize anything about WWE, the Fiend's face will be there. Brandon Charles Powell says maybe Nikki will finally come save her bestie Alexa and all this can come to an end. You know what? At this point, whatever gets Nikki on TV, I'm happy for. That's the only time they include her because they did do something like recently with her with her and Alexa like a couple weeks ago. And that's and then prior to that, we didn't even see her. And if I were them, I would have Nikki say that on TV. She would say, she should say, well, Alexa's the only reason I got on TV anyway. And if you remember, Alexa approached Nikki early last year and Nikki was like, are you talking to me? Like, I didn't even realize anybody knew I was here. And they became friends because of that. And everybody thought that Nikki was going to, or Alexa was going to turn on her and all that. And it just didn't happen. They were friends. Circle back to that. Yeah, please do. Just end this shit. Uh, Maurice says, hope we see Andrade versus Phoenix, Omega, and Pac. I think we're probably going to see Andrade versus Roosh, Dragon Lee, and Ray Horace instead. I think he might head to Ring of Honor. I think that's where he might be headed to. I think that, yeah, he would do great in AEW, but let's face it, there are so many people right now on AEW that still have not had their moment to shine. They still haven't had their, you know, moment in the sun, in the sunlight, whatever. They haven't had it yet. So I think that Andrade going elsewhere would get, he'd get a lot more bang for his buck is what I'm trying to say. Art May says, do you think at Mania they have Bianca and Rhea win and be the, the woman's WrestleMania 21? Uh, that's that's a comparison to Batista and John Cena. I hope. They need to usher in a new era there. They really, really do. Um, I think that would be. Tools now. They have the people to do it. It's just, will they do it? Yes, I think that that's what they should do. I think, think that I got to all the super chats. Evan Wright says, Lucha Brothers and Laredo Kid team on Wednesday. Oh, that that's, that is actually very good. I can't wait. Thumbs up. Uh, Injection says, I think we're getting Kenny and Lethal and RH next. Don't hold your breath, buddy. Don't hold your breath. Leave a thumbs up, guys. I got an interview with Sledge up right now. Supposed to film with EC3 this week. Got Dan Housen next week. Ring of Honor this weekend. Big UFC show Saturday. Join us for the watch along. But Denise, thank you for staying long. This show went way longer than I thought. I thought this was going to be a 50-minute review. But people love Rhea Ripley. 
people love talking about it too. No, I thought it was, I kind of like going into things like when we get like really in depth, I, because I didn't even feel the time going by. It was, yeah. I kind of, but to be honest, I kind of forgot like all the other stuff. It was like, I got so invested in talking about this Rhea Ripley situation that it kind of outshadowed everything else that happened on the show, but whatever. Uh, either way though, I have an interview with Karrion Cross tomorrow. Uh, yeah. That should be up later in the day. So check that out. And then I should, I'm also doing something else that's like, what? Oh, your eyes kind of creeped me out out of nowhere. Must be nice, Denise. Hey, hey, hey. He's a, he's a, he's a buddy of mine. Well, anyway, so I have that interview coming up, and I'm really excited about it. And I'm also doing something else tomorrow, but I can't really say wow. just yet. So. I, interview. I, I, I know what you're doing. I know you know what I'm doing because I tell you everything. Because I'm You know, you know what's head. funny? Well, I'll tell you off the air. Uh, we oh, got a, like, what are you tell <laughs> we, me? we got a super chat. Nerd Guru says the new era of horsewomen should be Rhea, Bianca, EO, and Raquel. Yes, it should be. I would, I would love that. Guys, please leave a thumbs up. We are back on Wednesday with the list and your boy. We've got so much stuff at Fightful. Check out twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. Until next time, we're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.